Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJL General Contractors. SJL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931 933-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. The vampire smiled at me. Now, I typically don't believe in vampires, but this one was standing right there. I was walking out of the cave as the sun was coming up, and he was walking into the cave. The sun was streaking in, and I was standing in the light, and he was standing in the shadows, and he smiled, and there were those gleaming white canine incisors. Now, this is no dream. That wouldn't be an atypical dream for me. I grew up watching scary movies. I love to watch those old Friday Night Frights and Kolchak the Night Stalker and the Van Helsing movies and the Winchester Boys chasing down things. And Lonnie Beth loved to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When, when most little girls were playing Cinderella, Lonnie Beth was playing Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I made her a shirt one time with a little caricature of her in her Slayer outfit with a drop leg holster and wooden stakes. And it said, are you afraid of the things that hide in the dark? Ever wonder why they hide? <laughs> I, I I always dream about werewolves when I'm on pain medicine. In one of those dreams, I'm in the cabin, the main cabin of the old 100-year-plus-old farmhouse at Backwoods Christian Camp. If you've ever been there, you know the old house I'm talking about. I'm sitting on the couch. It's dark. I'm surrounded by people. And one of the kids sitting on the back of the couch begins to convulse, and that long canine snout begins to emerge from his face. His ears begin to point. I reach under my vest, pull out my Ruger GP100 stainless steel 357 Magnum, and fired a silver bullet into its heart. I pop open the cylinder, and as I'm exiting the, the building, I pull the spent round out, drop a new silver bullet in, spin the cylinder and close it, and step out into the dark with the full moon overhead and on top of the house and on top of the barn and in the old tree when it used to be there. Everybody that's there begins to turn into werewolves. And I start shooting and reloading with a, a six-shot speed loader. I pop awake. I'm in my home. The full moon is shining through the window. I'm sweating. My muscles are tense. And my new bride snorts in her sleep. <laughs> and just nearly ended that very, very young marriage because I just almost elbowed her in the throat. Somebody pointed out to me that of all the dreams that I've discussed with them about my werewolves is that in the werewolf dreams, I'm always chasing the werewolves. I'm hunting the werewolves. They aren't chasing me. But I digress. I was in three caves when I met the vampire. 
It's a, a rock quarry, maybe an old flint mine that the city of Huntsville owns. I'd used it for a number of years to take people rappelling. It's one of my favorite places to rappel with, with the SWAT guys. Uh, I had been asked to be on a committee to legitimize the property. You know, the, 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 the pot smokers and the kids who like to shoot fireworks and disturb the neighborhood late at night would go hang out there. And, and as, as any place that is verboten, any place that's off limits, it attracts a certain nefarious group. And the committee that I was on had asked, hey, you know, what can we do to, to turn this place into not a hangout for ne'er-do-wells? And I said, legitimize it. Make it a park. Let it be open to the public. Move the no trespassing signs and let folks hike to it. And, and, and now they do. They have concerts in it and there's a guardrail at the top. In, in those days, they had let my youth group use it for a haunted house. I'd learned of this really neat service project. The college kids had helped me organize like a haunted trail through the old uh, Three Caves property and in actually into the caves themselves. And we had a generator and we had spotlights and we had a fog machine. And in order to get into our haunted hike, which was specifically designed for smaller children, you had to bring a bag of candy. And we collected uh, 125 gallons of candy. Then we subdivided it into those small plastic pumpkins that you used to get with your Happy Meals at McDonald's. And then we went to the hospital the next night and handed out candy to the patients in what we called a reverse trick-or-treat. Well, we had had a very successful night. Several police officers had volunteered their time to be my security, and we had had people lined up, and the, the college kids were there, and the adults were there, and the little kids came through in groups of five. And when the whole thing was over, you've got all this expensive equipment, and I needed to spend the night in the cave so that the equipment would not vanish. And so I laid out a bedroll and laid down to sleep. And it slept okay, as well as you can sleep in three caves. And as the sun was coming up and I was getting ready to load my truck, I was going to walk out of the canyon mouth and go down and get my truck and come in through the fence and load up all the equipment and go home. As I was walking out, the vampire had walked in. He threw me a Dr. Pepper can. I caught the Dr. Pepper can and it was unusually light. I looked and the pull tab had not been cracked open. And when I looked at the side of the can, there were two perfectly round circular puncture wounds in it, as if it, it had been drained dry. And that's when the vampire smiled at me. Now, in my dream about the werewolves, I had a 357 Magnum loaded with silver tip hollow points. I threw back my Ruger jacket and put my hand on the same aforementioned weapon. And the only thing I said was, 125 grain, silver tip, hollow points, step directly into the light. I had read the legends. I had seen the movies. I was startled at the speed at which the Nosferatu can move. And in the blink of an eye, his hands flew to his face, and he pulled out the prosthetic fangs, held them in his palms imploringly as if to say, hey, they're not real, don't really shoot me. Now, why I have silver bullets in my gun, that's a different story altogether. But I knew what vampires were afraid of. And whether he's a real vampire or a fake vampire, as it turns out that he was, 
he knew that silver or lead would do the trick. And he proceeded to show me that he was indeed harmless. He was indeed afraid. What happens when the things that frighten us suddenly become frightened? Are you afraid of the things that hide in the dark? (laughs) You ever wonder why they hide? It's because people have learned not to be afraid of them. You see, Jackie won't watch horror movies. She won't watch spooky movies. I guess the worst thing she's ever watched is Ghostbusters. And and she just won't watch anything that's that's scary because she says, if I'm at home by myself and I hear something in the dark, I don't want to be able to imagine what might be out there. So she's not seen aliens and she's not seen the series with, with the vampires and the werewolves and the lichens. I don't even think she's watched Blade with me. And yet in her mind, if I can't imagine what's out there, I won't be afraid of it. And in my mind, if you know what might be out there and you learn how to face it, and you learn how to confront it, and you learn how to kill it, you learn how to cope with it, then you don't have to be afraid of the dark. The things in the dark learn to be afraid of you. I know what scares my fears. And whether you believe in them or not, if by chance one happened to exist, silver bullets in my three fifty seven Magnum was just what the doctor ordered. I know what scares my fears. Darkness is afraid of light. Lies are afraid of truth. Hate is afraid of love. Anxiety is afraid of exposure, exposing yourself to those things that make you uncomfortable or wading into those situations with some control that says you shouldn't be here, but but immersing yourself in that makes the anxiety go away. Selfishness is afraid of sacrifice. Manipulation is scared of boundaries. Pharisaical religion is afraid of grace. And cheap grace is afraid of submission. And we could go on and talk about all the things that we're afraid of, but really what you need to identify is what scares my fears. And if you will face your fear, if you will turn and look at it, and calmly place your hand on the weapon that it is afraid of, you confront it. And it won't be as scary as you thought it was. In fact, it's hard to be scared of something that's scared of you. Fear is afraid of faith. And when fear is afraid, when you stand and stare it in the eyes, when you walk into the dark to meet it, or you simply command it to step into the light with the threat that you will banish it if it does not, then when fear is afraid, you don't have to defang it. When fear becomes afraid, it will pull its own teeth.
Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by us. What? We sponsor ourselves? Is that even legal? Check us out on Amazon. You can have access to the titles of Pedagogue, the youth ministry book by Lonnie Jones. Cognitive Spiritual Development, a Christ-centered approach to spiritual self-esteem. Grappling with Life, Controlling Your Inside Space, a small essay using the principles of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to talk about psychological and emotional self-defense. If I Were a Mouse, a children's book written and illustrated by Lonnie Jones. And then The Selfish Real, a very short story about a decision. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel to see archived lessons and presentations from across the country, some videos with uh, rope tricks and knots. Don't forget to visit the uh, Facebook page, 550 Guys, to learn about the little rope men that we make and in, that we invented and that we make. And then be sure to click like, subscribe, and share. This is Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Thank you.